Hello and welcome listeners to D-Dog Talk. My name is Derek and in this podcast I explore things I've learned along the way in my oh so long life of 23 years. Man, looks like retirement is right around the corner. I also share bits of wisdom that I wish I knew when I was younger that might include in the field of acting or just the human experience. I don't have all the answers, but I do have opinions, and that, my friend, will pay your bills. So sit back, relax, kick those feet up, and enjoy the ride. Or uh, just have me as background noise while you cook spaghetti and clean your apartment. I can't tell you what to do. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for my first episode of my podcast series. Um, yeah, so this episode is titled Why I Moved to LA for Acting. And the sort of reason why I'm starting this podcast series is because podcasting has just sort of fell into my life. I mean, I just did a podcast series with SEED, which stands for Southeast Asian Diaspora. And I was co-hosting that with Tree. And we were interviewing people from all over the world. Um, Asian filmmakers specifically and, you know, getting to know more about their struggles, their lives and what they hope to achieve with their art. And recently I made the move to Los Angeles and it's always been a dream of mine. Um, It right now is the day after Christmas. It's a Monday. And yeah, I (laughs) celebrated Christmas on my own. I mean, Emily, a fellow student that I went to the University of Minnesota Duluth with Duluth is living out here as well we sort of celebrated together but it was definitely hard being away from family and friends Um, but yeah I just decided to start this podcast series and wanted to create a space where I felt I could say what I wanted to say and talk to the ether as they say or to whoever is listening thank you for listening Um, just to sort of comprehend what is going on in my life. And um, if there's wisdom or gleans of nuggets of gold or (laughs) secrets to how I got to where I am, I'd love to, I'm going to share those because I think in this world, we could definitely use a lot more honesty about where we are in our lives. And it's, especially with social media, it's just so easy to be a, comparing yourself and I just I I love the medium of podcasting and audio (laughs) I I, to deal with the loneliness of being out here by myself and not knowing anybody I've just been listening to podcasts recently um majority about acting because I'm obsessed with trying to to figure out the business and get ahead or know things that you don't know you know and uh yeah, I've just been playing these podcasts day in, day out. It's like the first thing I do when I wake up and I have some sort of conversation going. And I wanted to take my hand at, hand at it and see if I, you know, beat any good. We'll see. So far, we're three minutes in. We're doing great. So this episode is why I moved to L.A. And yeah, it's been a high school dream of mine. I remember being in high school, not knowing what the heck was going on and decided to, you know, jump on YouTube and see what other people are doing with their lives. And there's people out in LA and like doing day in the life vlogs. And I always was like, oh, I wish I was out there in LA living that life. And uh, everything just seemed so shiny and so creative. And 
you know, like the life you want to live. And, you know, being in high school, everything seemed dark and gleamy and gray. So, yeah, I've always dreamt about it. And then I went to the University of Minnesota Duluth for my BFA in acting, which was a fever dream in of itself. But I learned a lot there. And then the pa- this past year, I was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, just doing a bunch of theater gigs and getting my hands on as much film opportunities and screen things that I can because I, I have this dream of being a film TV actor. Um, but yeah, I just, I turned 23 this past year. And I think on the stroke of midnight, I had this crisis of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I have all this free time not being, you know, structured. My life, my, my life is structured by school and I can do anything. I can literally do anything if I put my mind to it. And it was overwhelming. And I, I, I went through this period of being, I remember, very depressed out in Minneapolis um, because Oh, wow. We're going straight to the vulnerable mode. We're not even, we're not even five minutes in, baby. But yeah, I was, I was dealing with a lot of what am I doing with my life? I'm serving at Olive Garden. I'm, I've done a lot of plays and I've done a lot of projects, but what do I want to do? And I came back to asking myself, what am I curious about? What am I thinking about? Like when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night? Um, I was thinking about LA. I was thinking about what if I just got up and moved and see how far I can grow and see how far I can go. And so I made the decision in September. Um, I was working at Olive Garden. I was saving all my money. I've, I've been saving my money for the past year um, because I knew that I wanted to make a big move in the future because I felt I needed to do it in order to truly figure out who I am. And I think that's like uh, a mission that um, young people are on nowadays. (laughs) I'm saying that as if I'm like 29 or 45, which are two very different decades apart, but you know what I mean. And so I did it. I saved up money. I made uh, a commitment to save all my money and only spend it on rent, groceries, and the occasional like night out with friends. And then I saved up around 17k before moving out to LA. I was looking at places with my mom online on Zillow and apartments.com of like, "Ooh, there's a new studio here, there's a new studio there." I was researching every single day of like what are safe neighborhoods, where what are neighborhoods actors want to live in. I was it was like it gave me hope again. It pulled me out of my depression to take ownership of my life and to, you know, make changes and as I took more steps, as I got closer, it didn't even feel like real that I was doing it until finally I was packing all my stuff into one car and then driving through, uh, what was it, South Dakota, Utah, the Nevada, which was crazy, crazy long. And then finally coming to LA in December um, it was a great journey. <laughs> Learned a lot throughout that journey. Um, and then, yeah, I found my way and this is my little studio that I'm living in and I love it. And the first couple days was, was surreal. I just remember, um, dropping my parents off at the airport and then feeling, coming back to my apartment and feeling like here I am. 
I was dreaming of this moment forever and I finally made it and I still feel, I expected it to feel like a finish line, but in some ways it was, but then my mind quickly went to, okay, what is the next thing that I want? And I just wanted to sit and be satisfied with it for a moment. And I had to allow myself to be satisfied with it, but I, I always felt guilty being, you know, satisfied with it. And I think that's something I'm constantly working through as well, being satisfied with where you are in this moment. And uh, I know I'm, I'm privileged in certain ways. I know, like, I couldn't get this apartment if my parents didn't co-sign it with me. Um, but I, I made the mission of, you know, I'm paying the security deposit, I'm paying the rent. Um, but, you know, they helped me buy furniture and they they drove down here with me. And then uh, the car that I have is not my car. It's their car. So and I, I struggle, you know, sharing that because I feel like the public is going or the public. But, you know, people are going to judge me and think that, oh, yeah, he's he's only in L.A. And he's going to face all these things. And he only got there because his parents, you know, this and that and this and that. But why am I so worried about what other people think? And why can't I just, you know, allow myself to accept that that's my situation and not take it for granted, but use it and see how far I can go and see how much I can achieve and then use my position that I've achieved through that to give back to people. And that's, I think that's one of my missions that I'm starting to find is what I want to do because I want to succeed um, financially, successfully, artistically not only for younger me and like older me, but also my family and my friends. And if I have more to give, I'm going to give. Um, wow, that got deep really quick. That's another thing that I like about podcasting or what I've, I've, I've figured out is that you go on these tangents um, and you never know where you're going to end up, but you always land somewhere and it, it's, it's surprising. That's another thing I've noticed about being and living here on my own is I, I talk to myself frequently like it's the only thing I do <laughs> and sometimes I think I'm going insane a little mad but other times I'm I, I realize that it's just my internal dialogue <laughs> acting term my internal dialogue and me just figuring out wow I have all this space being on my own and and in a completely different state away from my support system um, and, and it took a while to find my feet I mean I wanted to come out here and find a serving job, you know, just like that, but it didn't happen. Um, and I didn't want to work at Olive Garden again because it, it would feel like, you know, a step back personally for me um, because I'm in this new place, in this in this new space, and I have this, you know, cushion of money that I saved for myself and I want to see what I can do with it. So I did. I found a job. I work at a pizza place. Um, so we'll, I have to go in tomorrow and we'll see what that's up what's up with that but i'm excited for that um yeah i've also never done a podcast where it's just myself so it, it sort of feels like weird in a way but i i think it's i think it's okay i don't know anywho if you're one of my friends or my family listening to this podcast thank you so much for tuning in know that i miss you like crazy and um, I'm only <laughs> a FaceTime away. I've been FaceTiming a lot recently. Um, and that's something that I've never really done before. I would always like 
I, I was really bad at like texting and responding, but now I'm getting, now that I'm so far away, it's the only way I can connect with people. Um, for right now, I mean, I'll meet people here, but yeah, it's, the, it's what I've, what's what I've been doing. Um, audition wise, I, I am blessed to say that I landed an agent out here. I, I came here and, um, with my resume, with my, my, my very, very sparse demo reel and very sparse film credits. Um, but I decided to come out here right before pilot season. And I wasn't thinking of reaching out to agents because I was like, oh, who's going to sign somebody who doesn't have any experience and has very little, you know, demo reel material. Um, but I have a lot of theatrical experience. That's the bulk of my resume. Um, and I wasn't going to reach out to anybody because I felt like, oh, you know, no one's going to sign me. Um, but then I realized that negative self-talk and that, you know, not even trying is, is you counting yourself out before, you know, um, anything. So I, I, was, I said, screw it. I'm going to find a list of agencies. I'm going to research them. I'm going to see if they accept unsolicited, unsolicited submissions. And then I formatted a my package into an email and I was researching, you know, how to send a package, how to make it efficient. And I came across interviews and I watched interview after interview, read articles. And I just, the thing that came up the most was, you know, just send them um, your stuff, send the agents your stuff without, you know, all the fluff. Don't like try and give them your whole childhood story. Just show them your demo reel, show them your resume, show them your headshot and get straight to the point because at the end of the day, they're looking for, <laughs> someone to fill their need of, you know, if they need someone more diverse or this or that, and they just want to see you act and that kind of thing. But who knows what I'm talking about? Anywho, I got two responses after sitting for two days, emailing for like 50 hours. And I was just at my computer. It was crazy. I think I got a virus on my computer from going to some random ass website, but we figured it out. Anywho, I got two responses and one was a, a scam. And and then another was Affinity Artist Agency, which I'm blessed and excited to see where that goes in the new year. Um, but yeah, definitely if if you are an actor who's thinking about moving to LA, I mean, I've only been here like 29 days or so, 27, 20, yeah, 26, about a month. I've been here about a month, so... That's not to say that I don't know anything, but I, I, that's that's to say, like, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but beware of scams because agencies will reach out to you and they, they prey on, you know, your dreams and young talents urge to get an agency. And um, I came across like reviews of actors who, you know, interviewed with them and signed with them and how they, yeah, just do your research, do your research. And yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I've been on Actors Access, LA Casting, um, self-submissions, and I've done so many self-tapes, and I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh man, is anyone watching these self-tapes? But we booked our first gig out in Los Angeles. <laughs> the drastic change in voice there was from me sitting up because I was sinking in my chair. But my first gig was a trailer, I think it was a movie trailer, um, I was a cattle creature. It, uh, so basically I, I wore like some sort of SFX zombie makeup. Um, and it was fun. I got to get there around noon and this was the first set that I've 
I've been on here in LA and I just remember walking in there and feeling like a, ch- a child in Candyland because I was I was so excited to see, you know, the set, you know, the costumer, the costumer, the producer, the director, the other actors. And here little old me walks in and says, "Hello, I'm here for an for an extra role." And I know what they say like don't get caught up in doing too much extra work and don't put that on your resume otherwise you get boxed in but I I just wanted to you know get into the space and paid me like $75 and I had no job so I was obviously going to take that um and I I'm so glad I did because the makeup getting into the makeup was so fun and looking in the mirror and like having all this like gooey stuff it just makes me super excited and some other people me like oh that's not not what I want to do and that's okay um but then we we got to around like 7 p.m so I was there for like six or seven hours just you know seeing other people get into makeup and just reading my book and talking with people connecting with people um and then we got into set which was like this back area it was kind of, it was really cold and we were supposed to be like in dirt sort of like mud and we all like were like laying on top of each other and then I don't know how much I could, I don't know if there, I did sign, did I sign in NDA? I did not sign in NDA. Anywho, with this podcast isn't going to be broadcast to like the whole world, but I also don't want to get in trouble. Anyway, I, well, they, you don't, never mind. You don't know who the production is. Anyway, it was super great. It was super fun. Um, I got dirt in my eye accidentally, um, but that's okay. We brushed it out and we kept going and we got, I had this like, gooey black substance that they squirted into my eyes and my mouth so it it made me look like a decaying horrific zombie and i i I just remember feeling like oh my god i'm a zombie on this little thing um i can't wait to see what it how it turns out and i'll see what it looks like but yeah it was super super fun and i just even just talking about it now is just reminding myself that any moment like that any day on set and you feel like that's where you are, that's where you want to be, it means you're on the right path. And then once it gets to a point where you're, you don't feel like that's where you want to be or in anything in general, like in your life, if, if you don't feel like that's the path for you anymore, then you have the power to change that, do something different, take action, um, and yeah, because I have a huge problem with overthinking things to the point of inaction. Um, I'm, I, I took this test in college. It was called the Strengths Finders test. And my top one was called input. And input is basically you're obsessed with learning as much as you can about anything and everything. And that has served me in a lot of ways, but it has also inhibited me from researching things to the point of not even taking action towards them so that 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 was sort of um la in a way when i was just researching place after place after place and you know like where to live what to do and not taking action towards it and even now every single day it's a battle of me you know waking up and hitting my routine and finding myself overthinking and realizing, okay, it's going to take me less time to do the actual thing than 
wasting my time overthinking. Um, so that's the grain of knowledge that I'll just sprinkle in here. <laughs> I have this little rocket bobblehead that's on my desk right now. I'm also recording this to <laughs> sort of promote it on the TikTok sphere. I have a problem with TikTok. I have a huge problem with TikTok. Mostly like being on it too much and, and undownloading it and thinking, oh, I don't want to live my life just glued to the screen. But then also realizing that that's where the world is. A lot of the world is. And yeah, I think it's it, it'd be naive not to utilize it. Um, but I, I felt like even in school, even hearing advice from, you know, in school and from online about people trying to navigate this industry and navigate acting, they say that social media, you have to utilize it and, you know, create TikToks, create Instagram, create this and that and show the world what you're doing so people know you, where you are and what you're doing. I just, I have those things. Like I post on my Instagram not super frequently, but I, I, I always post when I feel excited about something that I'm doing. And I struggled with, you know, feeling the urge to post something on TikTok because then it would, it felt like, oh, it's going to be, you know, for cloud. It's going to be to gain followers. And there's a lot of things on that platform where it's, you know, shock value or, you know, it's, <laughs> but there's a lot of creative stuff on there too. So that's not to like shame it. It's just, I never felt, and there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of bullying on that app. I don't know if bullying is the right term, but there's a lot of toxicity. I think toxicity is the word that I'm looking for. You know, like on a video, someone posts and they pour their heart and soul into this creative endeavor. Maybe it's a song that's important to them. And you can just click the comment section and it, it's smarter to keep it on for the, for the algorithm and for it to gain, you know, popularity. But it's also like hard for your mental health you have to sort of callous yourself because the things people are quick to say on that app just to feel i don't know like they're powerful in that and that in that second or to you know get likes on oh i'm gonna say something negative or i'm gonna say something witty um i'm gonna say something that is funny and i think that's part of the reason why the app is so popular as well and i i just struggle not you know I, fighting against the urge to create. If you're not creating on this app, then you're not hustling. Then you're, if you're not hustling, then you're not going to make it as a as a influencer, as an artist, as somebody who doesn't want to do a nine-to-five job, you know, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so that's what I've struggled with. But today, I guess I got my ass up and I decided to film or record this podcast and with the intent of, recording it too so that I can, you know, have a little snippet of it that I really think is the heart of this episode and upload it to that platform in order to promote myself. And <laughs> if you're seeing that and then coming to listen to this podcast, then that's so weird. That's awesome. Great. Thank you so much. But it's just a weird sort of, and it's, the, it's the first time I felt inspired of, oh, this is what I want to create. I want to create a long form, something with I don't know, substance, heart. Um, I don't know if quality is the right word, but something that isn't just seven seconds, you know, or, or three minutes. 
and then it's on to the next thing. I, I, I like something that is, is, is longer or I think that's why I like movies so much in, in that world is because you get to get, you get to sit down, you get to get lost in this world and this story. And I think that's what I miss. And I think finally I found, oh, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if finally I found this medium that I, I, I feel is the thing for me. Um, the big theme that I've been discovering in my podcast and listening to them is, is, is that you got to continue to explore and try things and figure out, oh, this thing isn't for me. Um, I tried that, that thing isn't for me, or you can test this thing out. And I feel like that's just how I am wired. I know some people who are, who can find a job and they're like, oh, I like this. And then they do it for the rest of their lives and then <laughs> they're good. But I feel like I'm a person who, who has to continue to try different, different things. Um, and I feel like that that kind of thinking is sometimes shut down, you know, like don't continue to try that. I don't know what I try to say. Hopefully you know what I mean. I'm not a guru. I'm just a 23 year old trying to figure out this thing. I was, there was something that I, that I wanted to say a couple whiles back. It's like, it's like, <laughs> If I could characterize my brain in this moment, it's me walking down like the Wizard of Oz, Yellow Brick Road, and then there's 50 other paths that I, I I can see myself going down. And then I have to continue on this one road, otherwise this one thought won't be completed and nothing will make sense. But then as I get to the end of this thought, then I look back and think, oh, that would have been a cool sort of avenue to go down. And I think I just saw the avenue again in my head but I just passed it in order to finish this thought. <laughs> Man, I, okay, I cracked myself up. Oh, yes, it's 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 also another reason why I wanted to start this this podcast is is I feel I have this anxiety when I'm talking to my friends or other people, people I just meet is if if they come to me with an issue they're having in their life or they or if they're or if I feel like I can offer something to advise them or to help them improve their lives or give them a piece of information that I've learned through my life I I can't help but share that or want to share that and I I think I feel Sometimes, like, that isn't my place, and I think this podcast has been an outlet for that. Um, I think example being is I have a lot of actor friends I went to um, school with, and it, it's so hard to go to school with a cohort of people for four years and not compare yourselves to each other. And even now, after graduation, we're still connected through social media and those mediums. And it's so hard not to compare yourself to be like, oh, she's doing that thing. She moved there. He moved there. He's doing this. Why am I not doing this? Why am I doing that? 
and then you gain some you know successes in your artistic life and your life in general and I, i've struggled with this like feeling of sharing that and then feeling oh i don't want to share that because i'm i'm scared how it would make this person feel or that person feel but then i realize it's it's my life my platform and you know like my story and i shouldn't feel you know anxiety sharing that or living that and i guess depression and anxiety is something that i don't really talk about very often either um it's just how i grew up and how i lived and how i learned to you know talk myself down from those ledges and i've never gone to therapy and i've never gone like i've never been diagnosed with anything so i, I struggle to <laughs> i even struggle now to say that i don't have this i don't have that or I do have this i don't have that but i feel like i'm terms aside i'm just you know talking about these experiences in terms of a human experience like this is how i felt this is how i'm feeling and who knows maybe i do <laughs> i think everyone has a degree to some things but yes i i, I think I, the, part of this podcast is me sharing those those things that i've learned and if you're listening to this and you can take anything from this podcast and use it to and apply it to your life or or just to have this as background noise for when you, <laughs> you're feeling lonely and need something going on in the background i i i think and i would be so honored to have to be the voice in that background noise yes and uh yeah thank you listeners for listening <laughs> it's like me wrapping up right here 30 minute mark we are done but i just want to say thank you so much for if you made it this far on the podcast um then then something must be something must be wrong with you <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Something's not wrong with you. I just want to want you to know thank you so much for listening this far. Um I wish I sort of prepared questions. I kind of just turned on this turned on these recording devices and just started to go cuz I started to make up excuses of not filming and not recording and not being creative and not stepping into my flow state and my element. And I I I felt frustrated and was overthinking again. So I just took action, and here I am. And I, I the reason I think I haven't done any of this until now is because I'm obsessed with things being perfect. And if they're not perfect, then they're not good enough. I'm afraid what people will say. This world, and I'm a 23 year old who just moved to Los Angeles. And what does he have to say? What does he know? Just wait for the world to smack him in the face, kind of thing. And you know what? It probably will, and it definitely has in the past couple um, weeks too. Um, both mentally and you know, finding a job here has been stressful. I mean, I've applied to like seventy places and didn't hear back from one. And then you know, just decided to go out and walk to places and trust the universe. And then I walked into a place and I got an interview right there. And then we are going in tomorrow. So it's just. And I've also been seeing a lot of angel numbers recently. <laughs> I'm just jumping all over the place. Uh, I have this friend um, that I went to school with, and she opened my eyes 
she's very spiritual and she opened me eye opened my eyes earlier this year to my spirit guides and angel numbers and I I've just been seeing them all the dang time when I'm here and it's just a reminder of okay I'm not in this alone and I feel like I'm on the right path and my my dream ever since I was a kid was to be <laughs> I always tell myself to land a series regular role so that I have a residual income and I have you know somewhere where I can go and feel like I could be artistic and have a team and just do a thing but the theme that I've been coming across in just the material and the content I've been consuming is that once you reach that once you get that you know then what? What's next? Once you move to LA, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I think that's a big reason why I, I felt, you know, really, really down from when I moved here and being on my own is because I was thinking, oh, what's next? What's next? What's next? And how will I put my rent next month? How will I do this? How will I do that? But then I realized, hey, 16-year-old me would have, would literally break down in tears if he was here in this apartment and you told him it was his and that he he did it and he got himself here with the help of you know his friends and his family his spirit guides everyone and i think that's a theme too is that i have this problem of being too hyper independent at times and you don't have to do it all alone you have people you just got to be open about you know, what you specifically want and to channel that and manifest that out into the world, out into your system, out into yourself and just trust it and just be in the moment and oh, the acting term, be in the moment, be in the moment. Moment is where the moment is. <laughs> These weird voices inside my head. Anywho, but I, I, I also, that's something I've struggled with, struggled with this, this past year that I've sort of worked through, um, is, is just doing the things you say you're going to do, not even saying you're going to do them, but just do them. And I, I came across this, this, this idea earlier in my life where it, it's like, if you tell enough people that you're going to do something like you tell your mom you tell your dad you tell your best friends that you're going to do this goal they'll hold you accountable or you're going to do this project they'll hold you accountable and you're more likely to do it um part of me believes in that but then part of me also doesn't like resonate with that anymore um i used to be obsessed with telling people hey, I'm going to do this thing. Hey, I'm going to try and do this thing or do that thing. I think I'm coming to realize in this moment that you don't necessarily need to do that. You just needed to do the thing that you say you're going to do to yourself and just do it. Like you want to start a podcast, just do it and share it with the world. And if nobody responds, nobody responds. But if somebody does, then they do. And I think that's that's exciting because I don't know how this this project will turn out um <laughs> i feel a lot better you know talk, sitting and talking about it and maybe this is just my therapeutic podcast and 
you all are just listening. I'm out of Coca-Cola. Out of it. No more. I do have Kirkland water, though. What are the things um, that you've learned, Derek, as you interviewing yourself, um, that you've came to realize when you moved to Los Angeles? Well, I came to realize everything is super expensive, of course, and don't really walk outside at night. That's also understandable. I mean, I was sort of similar in Minneapolis as well. And uh, there's a lot, there's a huge homeless population here. Um, there's a homeless guy that lives right outside my building, actually. Um, there's a lot of noise. I live close to like a busy intersection, so there's a lot of fire trucks. But uh, my friend who lives here, she tells she like told me like it feels like background noise after a while, and it, and it's so true. I like before filming this, I was my balcony door was open and I was taking a nap and there's just sirens and everything and I slept the whole thing because at this point I'm just used to it and that's also just reminds me that even when you move to somewhere new and you go on this new journey you you can adapt so much and that's beautiful that's a beautiful thing we should have faith in ourselves believe in ourselves and I, I think I have this, 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 well, I have the theater bug, this acting bug that everyone says, and I got it in high school, but I have this mission for myself to continue to test my commitment, I think is the right word, to the craft, to acting, to storytelling. Like, is this really for me? Because I just remember in college, I got into the BFA acting program, and then I dropped that and became a theater BA and then I was double majoring in communications and then I was picking up this other minor and I was doing less theater and then I decided to just do full on theater because that's that's what I wanted to do. So it was just a whole whirlwind of me not knowing what the frick I wanted to do with my life. And even after graduating and having this degree in this whole past year, I was thinking, am I really, is this what I want to do? Is this the right path for me? So I did a one-man show in Duluth, and I lived um, basically out of my car for, I think, like two, three weeks. And the reason why I did that is to to mostly to save money, to save money for this move, to save money for, you know, this big move that I knew I was going to do in the future, um, just to have. And also, to test my commitment to the art, I think, was a huge factor for that and I just remember it was really cold it was I was in my car I was wrapped up in sweatpants sweatshirts blankets sleeping bags and I was parked near this random park and yeah I just was testing myself and I think moving to LA is another moment of me testing myself is this what you want to do is this the path you want to be on and Sometimes it can get torturous in my mind. <laughs> Sometimes it can get to that point of, you know, like, wow, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I putting myself in this stressful situation? But once, I, once I'm in that situation, 
what I'm so curious about is how I respond. What do I do? Because the biggest thing that I was so scared about, you know, growing up in an Asian household and growing up in this economy and growing up wanting to be successful, wanting to reach a point financially so you can take care of your family, your friends, yourself, and, you know, achieve wealth and just be successful. Glad I chose art. <laughs> but, you know, this this pressure of earning money, 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 money. I think it's just something that I've obsessed about. And I've had to realize that money is there as a tool for you to live the life that you want. And I was saving all this money and I was I, I I had a number in my bank account and I wasn't happy, you know. Um, I think the lowest I've ever had was like eleven dollars in my bank account and I was in college, but I was happy. And then I had definitely more than that after college and was feeling unhappy. So I decided to take the money I earned, use it as a tool to get to LA to achieve this dream, to achieve this curiosity, to quench that thirst. You just have to do it, you know? Cause I didn't wanna be, um, man, like 50 and always thinking, what if I did that, you know? What if I did this and what if, you know, after a year I fail and I lose all my money? I won't regret it because I itched that itch. I can always go back home. I can always, you know, do something else. And the biggest thing about me coming here, the biggest stressor is, you know, how do I pay my rent? Because the rent here is ridiculous. How do I pay my groceries? How do I pay my gas? And I have all the savings, but the, the, these past 20 days have been very stressful because I couldn't find a job. I couldn't land a job. Um, and I had to get out of my comfort zone in order to find that job and I and to grow in order to, you know, land that gig. And that's amazing. And other people's stresses of, oh, how are you going to pay for that? How are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? I don't fucking know, but I'm going to still try and do it and see how my future self you know, rises to the challenge. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned in this past year is trusting yourself, I think is what I want to say. <laughs> Even that I'm not sure if that's the right thing of not necessarily put yourself in stressful positions and see how you will do. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm saying, but I, I, I think believe in yourself that you are capable of so many things. And yes, there are things to be stressed about and there are things to be worried about. But there comes a point where, when those th kind of thoughts inhibit you. Because I, I remember being in Minneapolis and thinking, I can never move to LA. I need this. I need X amount of money. I need X amount of resources. I need this and that and that. And just overthinking and telling myself that I can't, I didn't take action towards my goal. And after, you know, being fed up with that and saying, no, I'm going to start taking action. What can I do right now? What is the thing that I can do right now? Okay. To pick up another serving shift to save money. I can do that. 
or, you know, put your stuff in this box so that you can move it home. Great. I can do that. Start packing to move to Los Angeles. You know, what things can you fit in your car and you need? Oh, I can start doing that. I can start looking at places. I can start doing this. I can start doing that. It's about thinking, what can you do in order to achieve the goal you want to achieve? And just taking that next step. Because once you get over that hump of thinking, I can't do that. I can't do that. And there's so much negative negativity out there. I mean, <laughs> in my free time, sometimes I, I, I go on Reddit and I think, and I type in questions of like, what's it like being an LA actor? Or what's it like doing this and that? And there are so many negative things out there of saying, you will lose all your money. You will do this. You will do that. This will happen. And don't go there. And then like, blah, 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 blah. But a part of me still wanted to, you know, go out there and make my own story because, you know, as many failure stories out there, there's, you know, success stories that don't even get told, you know? So it's like trusting yourself and seeing what you can do and constantly challenging yourself. Because I think also after coming out of a schooling system, there was a point where I wasn't continuing my education. I wasn't reading anything. I wasn't like journaling or con continually challenging myself. And I just felt myself regressing. And I didn't want that for myself. So I, I picked up a book. I started journaling. I, you know, started meditating and going to the gym, doing all these kinds of things. And every single day is still, you know, a struggle for that sometimes. I mean, after doing it for so long, after like 20 some days, it becomes a habit, you know, they say. Um, but those things, I think, are necessary to do in order to, you know, put yourself in a prime position to be sharp and be ready for that next audition, for, you know, that next challenge that awaits you that you want to engage in. Man. I hope this is educational. <laughs> Are you feeling educated? Are you feeling advised? Are you feeling the wisdom that is that is coming from this from I'm I'm going to stop saying that from this 23-year-old, from this guy who knows nothing. Cuz I'm coming to learn this in this exact moment. You're witnessing a new wrinkle in my brain being made <laughs> of continually Degre not degrading. Well, not. I guess I have a problem with that, but I'm working with that. But downplaying your own experience and already classifying it as unworthy and for somebody, for someone. Because this could be useful to a 15-year-old who is in high school and just started his first acting class, which is, you know, me. I did, I took intro to acting when I was a sophomore in high school. And this could be useful as perspective and for him, if this is like for her or them, or it could be nostalgic for a 63 year old to listen to a 23 year old's experience in LA now and think, Oh, my, my experience in LA was completely different. And wow, so much has changed this and that. So it's people can come to a podcast or a work of art or do a story with their own, you know, experience and glean something from it that you can't, you can't even imagine. 
So I'm going to stop, you know, <laughs> discounting my experience, my story, and my voice, and just allowing it, I think, is the biggest thing. Because even, even recording this podcast right now, I have, I have a lot of anxiety of, of, oh, he is taking too many pauses. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. And he's not sharing enough. He's sharing too much. And it's like that little voice doesn't do absolutely anything. It just, it just adds pressure. And, and for what? Why? <laughs> I'll cut off my soapbox and drink this Kirkland water. I'm not sure if you can hear me drinking water, but there it is. Man, what other thoughts are flying around in my head that that's that's sort of surround the the theme of this episode of moving to LA and and why I'm starting this podcast. Um, and a theme that. I've been learning from the other podcasts I've been listening to and and just my books I've been reading and journaling and meditating and constantly thinking is to not wait around for opportunities. And part of what inspires me about LA is 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 that you can I mean about anywhere basically is you can make your own opportunities and you can make you don't know what you're capable of and that's so exciting. And I think this 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 podcast episode is is, just, is a step in that direction of I'm going to give this thing a shot and see if I like it and see if I don't know the world likes it if I like it and continue to do it then I will and if if I decide oh it's not for me I tried it then okay now I'm one step closer to the thing that I think will satisfy me satisfy my needs satisfy that creativity that urge. Um, so yeah, we'll see where this goes. See where this road goes. I think that's just life. And it's also me fighting against the pressure of, you know, after going to school for four years, you got to land that job and you got to save that money and have a family and have a retirement. And that's also me fighting against the opposite of that where it's like, oh, you're in acting. You got to be, you're going to be financially unstable and you're not going to have money to save for family and do those all the kinds of things because I want a family and I, I want to be financially stable and I want all these things and I want to act and I want to do this, but also not to limit myself to be like, if I'm going to be an actor, I can't do anything else because I think everybody is so multifaceted in that if you want to do acting, you can do that. But if you also want to be a scuba diver instructor you can do that too and if you take a break from acting for six years and you do that full time and that makes you happy but then you realize when you're 34 if acting calls you back then you can do that as well and i i think that's that's okay and i think that that way of life should be celebrated um and not necessarily shunned against because the idea of working the same job for 45 years um isn't attractive to me and that's not to shame people who have done that and are doing that if it brings you joy and that's what you want to do all the power to you and if and if it didn't bring you joy and that's what you had to do because you had to raise a family or or it's it's what logically made the most sense then that's what you did and 
right now in this moment is is yours and you can do with with it what you want and what do you want to do what are you curious about your life isn't over until it is so chase that <laughs> motivational speaks with Derek Hawk man I, I 2023 is around the corner and I think I wrote in this, my journal this morning um, the the thing I want to my resolution is to take action and to not necessarily overthink just to take action and this just sitting down and recording this podcast is me taking action it's me not overthinking what will people will think um you gotta write out a full spreadsheet of the questions and then a flow of the entire thing and blah 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 blah. um it's just me taking action and and it, it feels great it feels awesome um Oh, yes. I booked another gig. Yes, I did. It's on um, New Year's Eve. I'm going to be a raver. And I think I think it's a short video for um, a electronic music festival company. So we'll see what happens with that. At least I'll be like on set working and doing something on New Year's Eve. So I'm excited about that. Another issue I have is I like to stay home. I like to stay in my studio and Sometimes I need things to, you know, get me out and do those things and explore and grow. And yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how this turned out. Uh, we'll see how I edit it and there's music and everything. And I think right now is a good time to call it. So thank you so much for listening to my first ever podcast episode. This was why I chose to move to LA and also aka why I chose to start this podcast. And I hope that me conversing with with the ether, with myself, with my thoughts, my internal monologue has been entertaining, fulfilling, wisdom inducing, enlightening for you and I'm, I'm excited to film episode two. I think I'm, I'm going to try and do one every single week of what I've learned, what's going on in my life, and, and just documenting this journey because it's something I've always dreamed about since I was since I was in like high school, um, and I've always dreamed about being in the movie since I was like a kid, and. I constantly test myself if, if this is the right thing for me and I'm still testing myself. So I'm guessing it has to be because it's been probably seven years and, but also not, you know, boxing myself into that and exploring different mediums and continuing to try things because there's so many things to try and thus is life. So yeah, if, if, if you enjoyed this podcast, <laughs> subscribe to, uh, this uh i think i'm gonna put it on spotify so i think follow or like or subscribe and you'll get notified when the next one is up i also probably will be posting about it on my instagram and my tiktok and my tiktok <laughs> my facebook and those kinds of things and yeah thank you so much for listening and uh if if i personally have had an experience or a memory with you and i i know you hello i made it here and just know that um, I love you so much. <laughs>
<laughs> and uh, thank you for shaping me, um, sharing and uh, the memories that we share with each other are are something that that have made me to who I am. And thank you for that. And I, I wish you love, goodness, and 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 inspiration. And also take action. Don't overthink. Just try the things you want to try. Screw it. You can do it. <laughs> all right. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of you out there. You made it. Hopefully with your wits still intact. This has been D-Dog Talk. If you like this podcast, feel free to smash that follow button and the bell of Notre Dame to get notified when another one of these masterpieces hits the fan. For real, though. Thanks for listening. Be kind, take action, and kick ass.